Well, hello, this is Andre. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. Well, we've been doing this for quite a few days now. And so if this has been helpful to you, you felt your soul nourished uh, by the content and the times of prayer, and uh, you've really felt that this is of value and has been beneficial in subverting the endless barrage of the new cycle, uh, we want to invite you to just let us know uh, how this has been helpful. Perhaps share the resource with some friends uh, around you, people around you, family members you know uh, need a resource like this. Uh, we hope that they'll be blessed um, by this time. Well, a couple of days ago, I was spending time with a couple of friends of mine and uh, these are guys that I really trust that are uh, close friends of mine uh, but they're also really gifted and uh, they really hear from the Lord uh, are very prophetic people and I found uh, in the recent weeks uh, that much of my thinking has been very uh, earthbound uh, that is to say I've been really thinking about uh, the practical things that needs to be done, what are some of the next steps, uh, some plans, initiatives, and all that good stuff. And I think that's really needed. I think we need to respond well in times like these. But I found that, you know, my, my thinking has been really limited and confined and in for the most part directed by what I have to do. And uh, I really wanted to take some time away to just pray, hear from the Spirit, talk to people who I know are very gifted in sensing uh, the move of the Spirit and just have a sense of what God is doing and what God is saying through this time. You know, I mentioned before that uh, in, in times like this, in crisis, in challenges, uh, though we do not subscribe to the ideology that you know, seems to suggest that it is God who uh, creates and sends sickness, I personally don't subscribe to that, but I believe that God's voice is present, especially in moments like this. Uh, you know, He is always about something, He's always doing something. And uh, it is right and good for us to seek His will, His intent, His voice in moments like these. And so I was spending some time with a couple of buddies of mine just trying to get a sense of what God is saying. And uh, is there a lesson that He's teaching us, the body of Christ? Is there a, a moment or a truth that He's hoping to impart? To us in this time and in my conversation with these guys we all felt uh, pretty much the same thing that God is taking us into a Sabbath now this idea of Sabbath is a new I would say most of us you know, we've done a bunch of work on it we've done a, quite a few teachings on it I've talked about it really often and Sabbath is this day you know traditionally practiced as a 24-hour period set aside for the purpose of stopping of resting, of delighting in God and worshipping Him. And it's a day set apart for worship, for adoration, uh, for rest. We work for six days and then we rest on the Sabbath. That's the idea of Sabbath. And Sabbath, we traditionally known it as a voluntary practice, meaning it is something that we adopt, something that we put into the schedule, something we practice as a spiritual rhythm. And I'm sure many of you practice some kind of semblance of a Sabbath. But you know, this Sabbath that I'm talking about almost sounds and feels like an involuntary Sabbath. It's almost like a Sabbath imposed on us. And I'm haunted by a line that I, uh, in a statement that I made uh, in a message um almost a year ago, and I made this statement, I said this, I said that Sabbath would either be a discipline that we adopt in life or discipline to us for life wrongly lived. 
And by that, I meant that when we choose to violate the sacred rhythm that we were created, that we were designed by God to live by from the beginning of creation, when we violate that sacred rhythm, we'll find that things starts breaking down and, and our body stops cooperating, stuff happens, and then we will be forced to take a break, to take a rest. And I'm so cognizant of this moment in time where almost things are being you know, forced to a standstill where our social interactions are limited, where things and entertainment options are shutting down and it's almost like we are painted into a corner where we suddenly have all this margin, all this space and nothing to occupy it with. And then so what do we do? What do we do then? You know, we try to find stuff to occupy ourselves. We try to fill up that space and void. But I, I really sense uh, in my heart and in my spirit that God is teaching us in this moment to simply rest and delight, stop and to worship. Now that might be really hard for you to grasp in, the, in this moment, right? How can we rest? How can we worship? How can we delight? How can we stop when there's so much happening around us? How can I stop? You know, I, there's so much that needs to be done. You know, um, even myself, you know, thinking about stopping, it just scares me, right? Because I'm constantly needing to respond, go, 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 go. I can't stop. How can I rest knowing that there's so much that needs to be done, so much happening around me, happening to the people around me? How can I rest? How can I delight? in the middle of suffering, in the middle of my own kind of grief, but also uh, amidst the suffering of many other people going through far worse situations than that I'm going through. How can I delight? I think of the line uh, in 2 Corinthians where Paul says this, that we are sorrowful yet always rejoicing. Two very opposing realities, sorrowful yet always rejoicing. So strange, right? You know, I found that uh, as I grew older in life that uh, I, I don't really have good days or bad days anymore. You know, when Amy asks me, like, Andre, how's your day? Uh, most of the time, I'll, I'll go uh, good and bad or I'll tell her, okay. Because the truth is, I never have a purely good day and I never have a purely bad day. There are good things that happens and then there are bad things that happens. And sometimes you know, there are more good things than bad things. Sometimes there are more bad things than good things. But the good is still there. The bad is still there. The two opposing, similarly opposing realities are still very much present in my day. And I think you know, this is the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a day in a week in a seven-day period that we choose to intentionally set apart, set aside for the purpose of delight, of worship, of resting. It is to say that even in the midst of sorrow, challenge, crisis, stuff that needs to be done and needs to be addressed, we choose to be sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, yet entering into a place of joy, into a place of delight. I love that in the dawn of creation, that Adam and Eve, as they were created, as they were formed into the image of God, their first day on planet Earth was the Sabbath. It was the day of rest. It is almost to say that Sabbath is a scheduled weekly reminder that we are not what we do. Rather, we are who we are loved by. The Sabbath and the gospel scream the same thing. We do not work to get to a place where we finally get to breathe and rest. That is slavery. Rather, we rest and breathe and enjoy God that we might enter 
into rest. Jewish scholar Arab Herschel beautifully describes Sabbath as eternity uttering a day. It's a moment of eternal glory, joy, peace, momentarily breaking into our finite present world that we know is filled with suffering, pain, and struggle. But it is a day that we set aside in the midst of the craziness that we see and experience all around us to stop, to rest, to delight. And that is the sacred rhythm that you and I were designed for. To close off, let me read to you a passage from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9. It says this in God's word. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. When we Sabbath, when we rest, we aren't just doing it to recharge our batteries so that we can tackle another workday. We aren't just obeying one of the Ten Commandments, as important as it is, but we are literally following in the example of God. God, in the creation account, after He created all that is good and pleasant, He rested. Not because He ran out of energy or somehow He came to the end of His cosmic powers. He was establishing a rhythm that is to be honoured by all of creation and that rhythm was adopted by his son jesus on the planet as he lived his life he honored the sabbath and it's so beautiful right in this moment where we're almost forced to rest forced to take time off we see this happening for our planet as carbon emissions drop because of the decline in air travel our planet is literally in a mode of sabbath let us enter into that rest and so i want to invite you in this moment to just quieten your hearts and your minds to relax your body put your feet on the ground put your hands on your laps and just take a deep breath breathe in and as you do so picture yourself breathing in the holy spirit bible says that the spirit of god it's the word is ruach which literally means breath take a deep breath in Breathe in the Spirit, and as you breathe out, breathe out your burdens, your griefs, the weight on your shoulders, and release them to God in this day, in this moment. Just take a moment to breathe, to be present, even in your breath, and allow the Spirit of God to fill you, but also rid you of burdens, of weights, of anxiety that you've picked up during the week. Just take a moment to breathe and allow the Spirit to be on you. Beautiful. Let me pray for you even as you begin a day. Jesus, we thank you for that promise of rest that we find in your scriptures. Jesus, your yoke is easy, your burden is light. 
And Lord, we learn, we yearn to learn the unforced rhythms of grace. God, we ask even in this time where we're given more margin, more space where there is less entertainment options, God, that you will lead us into a place of rest. God, we ask even as we make uh, decisions to consecrate sacred moments, to consecrate a day for rest, for stopping, for delighting, for worshipping, God, that we'll meet you, we'll meet you, experience you, and feel you in our day of rest. God, we thank you for the gift of rest in a non-stop world, in a world that constantly demands. God, as your people, as your children, we get to rest. For we work from rest and not for rest. And that is the sacred rhythm, that is what you have established for us from the dawn of creation. And God, we honor your design. We give you praise and glory. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. I pray that God's peace, His rest will be upon you even as you live through the rest of the day. We have another episode for you coming at the end of the week and I will see you this weekend for our online gathering. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We will have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.